You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith, your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Join Nancy, Akashic Medium, in this interactive show to explore tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So now, please welcome the host of Angelscapes, Nancy Smith. Hello, this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And I'm here to share with you the spiritual journey that I am on, and I'd like to show you the path that you can take to access the power of your soul. It's time to plug into your soul's power. You can find a fulfilling partnership with your soul, with your spirit, and you can discover the powerful being that you really are. And I'd like to show you how to do that. In these um, different episodes, I have been offering different skills and different outlooks on a spiritual life or life that goes beyond the regular every day. And today what I want to talk to you about is mediumship. I have a um, a very uh, loving practice of mediumship that I like to do. I, I am a medium. I do. I'm in the spiritualist tradition, which means that um, my work is from kind of a spiritual point of view. And I'm proving the continuity of life after the change called death. I'm not necessarily proving that I'm a medium, but that kind of comes with the territory. And the reason I wanted to talk to you about mediumship tonight is this is the sixth anniversary of my mom's passing, and I wanted to dedicate this show to her. And I'm sure in heaven she's uh, listening to me. So a lot of times people ask me, how did you come into mediumship? And um, kind of thought about that question having been asked me so, so many times that maybe tonight I will tell you about mediumship, but I'm also going to tell it to you from a really personal point of view, how I've experienced mediumship in my own life. So I didn't even know about mediumship. I knew that sometimes people talk to the dead because I saw it on TV or I saw it um, in um, Hollywood movies and I never gave it too much thought. Sometimes I thought about ghosts and scary things. And, you know, I have to say that I always knew that we go on after life, that we go to heaven, or um, as Catholics, so we had a lot of choices of where we could go. But I knew that we continued, our consciousness continued on, and I never really questioned that. And, and, but I never, because I never questioned it, I never thought it through. And then one day, um, I, I have, my two kids were in daycare, and um, something happened. It was, I got there. The daycare provider was just sobbing her eyes out. Um, her brother-in-law had been killed in a shootout. He was a, a security guard, and he was delivering money from the local businesses to the midnight depository, and he was robbed. 
and the money was taken, but he was left for dead. And at the day that I was picking up the kids, the car that had been impounded by the police was being delivered to the daycare, her house, just all filled with bullet holes and there was a mess inside. And she asked me, could I help her clean it out? Because she didn't want her husband to come home to this car being such a mess and the whole thing was so upsetting. So I helped her out. Not knowing that I had a special gift and not knowing that when I touch things that I can receive information or a spirit can talk to me as I touch things. Um, had kind of a kinesthetic kind of thing going there. So once I helped her clean out the, the house, the car, and moved the stuff up to the attic and did all that stuff, when I got the kids packed up and went home, and I had a voice inside of my head, a voice that I'd never heard before, a voice that I didn't know who it was, or who was talking to me, they weren't my thoughts. And I started to get pictures in my head as well, pictures of faces and and scenes and things. So I put the kids to bed and um, pulled, poured a glass of wine and said, what is going on in my brain? So I just sat down and I wrote down everything that I heard in my head because it was like a story was unwinding and, it, and I just had to get it down on paper. And then I um, started to draw the pictures that I was seeing and there was faces one face after another and I would just stare at the page the blank page I, I was a um, um, artist and I was doing portraits of children's people's children's at the time that's one of the ways that I made an income and as I stared at the pages the blank drawing pages faces started to come up so almost like I was tracing and sketching on top of those faces that I was seeing that were just coming out of my mind's eye my third eye I didn't know about the third eye so much, but that's where it was coming from. And um, five or six drawings later, and about 10 pages later, I had the whole story, and I realized that the story was being told to me by this young man who had been shot and killed not that long ago. And it was his story, his story about missing his father. It was his story about loving his friends. It was his story about what happened to him during the shootout. And I packaged it, and I, I, was cry, I was crying, and I packaged it all up, put it in an envelope, and very cautiously went to my friend, the daycare provider, and said, I have something for you. And I said, the weirdest thing happened to me, and I cannot relax until I give this to you. So she took it. She read it. She looked at the drawings. And as she looked at the drawings, she, she gasped because she recognized the face. And then once she came to one face, she said, I knew it. I knew that's the one who did it. He came to my house yesterday. Can you imagine the nerve of him coming to the house? And I know. I just knew he was the one that did it. And I was just shocked because I had drawn his face. And she recognized it. And it was pretty, um, um, I don't know. I can't even tell you the words of how I was feeling. Shocked, overwhelmed, amazed, and maybe I'm a little bit nuts, kind of crazy. So I, be, I decided at that point that I had to start figuring this out. What's what's going on with me? What's happening to me? And um, all that stuff. So I, I started to search for teachers and search for people who could do this. And um, I don't know, when you're kind of like having two kids and you don't get a lot of money, you have about two nickels to rub together and that's it. So I really didn't have financial resources to start to really study with um, 
mentors and teachers and there was so much to pick from and I, I was so overwhelmed until finally um, I ran into somebody who told me about the spiritualist church and then I started to attend these churches and listening listening to them talk about proving the continuity of life and then I found out that there were classes for like really affordable and I went to those classes and I started to learn about what on earth was going through me and happening to me and I also Um, began to learn how to control it, how to focus when I wanted to focus and how to turn it off when I didn't want to have everybody and their brother from the other side talking to me. It was interesting to me that at this time, I think I was in my early 30s and my kids were young, you know, they were old enough to go to daycare and I was working, that this would happen to me in the busiest time of my life. And I kind of was wondering on what that's happening until um, I kind of, as I kind of talked to more women, more people is that's a natural time to have an opening because as I was having children, my intuition just came on board how and I started knowing and seeing things and I, and I always figured that's the time when your eyes start to grow in the back of your head you know as a woman so that you know what your kids are doing at all times and I was discovering that um, I would drop my kids off at daycare and I'd go to work and I always would know what was going on at the daycare I could just close my eyes and focus on them and I knew actually could taste what they were eating for a snack and things like that and then one day um I dropped them off at daycare, and I went in, um, and they, they had a special meeting that was off-site. And I told the admin, I said, I'm going to be at off-site, and this is the phone number to the room. I made sure I had the number. And I said, and I'm going to get an emergency call later this afternoon. Could you come and get me? And she looked at me and like, what? How do you know you're going to get an emergency call? And uh, she thought I was a little bit crazy. And then a few hours later, she walked down, looked at me pale as a ghost and said uh you have an emergency call can you you know and my sure enough my son um had fallen and hurt himself and and I was able to talk through and and do all the things that I needed to do that's intuition that's that's an intuition kind of a psychic knowing it's not necessarily mediumship but but it's connected to how I was able to do mediumship at that point so I when we come back I want to talk to you a little bit more about what mediumship is and and how I use it and how I developed it. And then I want to tell you some more stories, especially I want to tell you the story about my mom and um, and her passing and all the amazing things that happened. So we're we're going to go on break. And you can access more information about me and and the Akashic Records in my book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey. And you can read more about me at angelscapes.net. And when we return, I'm going to tell you more about mediumship in my life. And uh, so I'm supposed to say one last thing, and I always lose that. Uh, we're going to be right back. So we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network, and we'll be right back. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations, Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. 
She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. And welcome back. You're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network, also on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. We are going to take calls starting at 8.30. So um, give a call and hang in there, and we'll start unmuting the calls around then. And I am looking forward to hearing from you. So the call-in number is 866-451-1451. So I'll give you the number again, 866-451-1451. And so, so I left off talking about mediumship and how I kind of got into it and, and what the heck happened to me. And um, there's so much to tell you. So as I began to study um, mediumship, I began to understand how it worked through my system, through um, the different points of um, receptivity that we all have. Um, we call them the clairs, and, and through our auric fields, we can feel spirit. We can feel those extra superpowers or the extraordinary senses that go beyond our regular sight, hearing, and smelling and stuff. So these superpowers are called clairs. Clairaudient would be clear seeing. That's your third eye. The clairaudient, which is hearing through like another ear, a third ear. Um, and that this inner, it's an inner seeing when you visualize pictures and things coming to you or towards you or in your head, like the voice that I heard that that wasn't my voice. And then that was clairaudient, the voice that I heard, but that the pictures that I were, was drawing was clairvoyant. Clear, I was seeing, I was looking at the paper and their faces were coming up from the paper. Um, so those are the two things. And then there's clear aliens or clear, um, where you can smell something and it's not there but if you some, a lot of times people will smell the perfumes of their grandmother's perfume or their grandmother's cookies those special things that she made and that's uh, and nothing's cooking in the oven and that's clear aliens clear gusting and that's what I did why clear clear aliens was what I tasted the food that my kids were having in their snacks. So I could taste the peanut butter or the cheese, cheesy spread, or, or, you know, if they were getting chocolate chip cookies, I knew that too. And I didn't know that that's what it was until I was taught. And then there's clairsentient where you can clearly feel it's not your feelings, but you can clearly feel what somebody else is feeling. 
and you can feel it in your body when spirit comes close to me many times I can feel in my body how they passed if I have a I can feel chest pains or I could feel pain oh they had arthritis or their hips I could feel that and that kind of thing so that's clear sentient you don't want to feel that too too much you just a little bit of it thank you very much that's all I need and then there's clear cognizance where you clearly know something and this is a challenge to people who are um very logical and um I guess you call that left brain thinking where you're analyzing things constantly and then when you know something and you don't know how you know but you can't argue with it you just know it that would be me Claire cognizance and I use that with um the other uh, Claire's, so if I clairvoyantly can see something, but I don't quite understand what I see, I, they, I turn to that clear knowing. And I say, well, what am I seeing? Show me what I'm seeing, and then I will know what it is that I'm seeing. And it takes a while to build that skill so so that you can sort out what is your mind, what is what are the castles that you're building, what is it you think it should be, versus allowing the information to well up or come up within you. It's coming from your subconscious mind and impress upon you something that, like I said before, it wasn't my thought, it wasn't my voice in my head, it was something else. So when you can recognize what that something else is, that is claircognizance. So as I tell my stories, I, I will kind of fill you in on what these skills are that I'm using. So, so since today is my mom's sixth anniversary of passing, I kind of want to tell you her story or my story with my mom. I know that my siblings sometimes make really a lot of fun of me um, about what happened or what I had to say. But I feel that by listening to what I said, I brought a quality into my mother's life, into my life, and to and subtly into my family's life that wasn't there before. So my mom um, was paraplegic for about 17 years. It's very difficult life for her, and and all of us kind of had trouble right along with her. And um, she had a series of small TIAs until finally. Um, with her illnesses and her reoccurrent problems, she be, she became very young. Her hearing began to leave. Her um, her rational um, thinking was was gone. She's, she's very young in her brain, and she began to hear singing. Now she had um, lots of infections that caused her to hallucinate, and I'm telling you this for a reason, not just to tell you my story, but it is a cool story. It's, is that um, she had hallucinations, and when she had the hallucinations, they were pretty, pretty colorful. But then she had this kind of thing when her she totally lost her hearing. She had very little left, and she began to hear somebody as a man's voice singing to her that she recognized. And I said, "Well, what songs?" She goes, "I can't tell you what they are, but I know you would know them. I just know that you would know them." And the man's voice, when it sang to her when she was upset or scared which she was a lot because of how her body was breaking down and changing. And she would um, often get so anxious, she would wake my dad up all the time. And I said, well, does the voice help you calm? She goes, yes, sometimes I want to wake your dad up, but then the man starts singing to me and I feel calm and I don't wake him up and I'm okay. And um, I brought tears to my eyes because here was something that was causing her to have an emotional reaction, meaning calming down from anxiety. That was not a hallucination in my book as far as mediumship goes. I knew that somebody, I thought it might be an angel, and I wasn't sure who it was, was singing to her. And then she said, well, there, 
I said, why are they singing? Are they, what are they practicing for? She says, well, they're practicing for this big concert. And I tried to get into the concert hall. Must have been in a dream. And the doors were locked and they wouldn't let me in until it was this time for the concert. And I said, so, Mom, when's the concert? I don't know. They won't tell me. So, again, a beautiful message of, um, to me, coming from spirit that was saying, the time is drawing close. The time is drawing close. And I tried to explain that to the family around us and um, was not taken so well. They did not have that same interpretation. They they kind of put um, those thoughts into the hallucination jar. But as I read um, many, many books, and my favorite book is David Kessler's book, Rooms, Trips, and, or is it Trips, Rooms, and Crowded Rooms, or something that I have it wrong. Just look up David Kessler and um, look up, and it's a, a end of care um, helpers that uh, what happens at the end of life and was exactly what was happening to my mom and when we come back I'm going to tell you more of the story and tell you what skills and how and how she was using the beautiful energy around her so we're going to go on a break and when we come back you'll hear more about my mom's story and we are on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio this is Angelscapes I'm your host Nancy Smith and you can read more about me on angelscapes.net or you could schedule a reading with me and, um, and I can uh, share with you my mediumship gifts. See you in a minute. Tune into It's All About You with host Dr. Martha Latz, a lively weekly broadcast on BBM Global Network, one of the most empowering shows for time-starved, overscheduled multitaskers. The professional expertise of Dr. Latz is directly available live every Thursday at 1 p.m. to answer and address concerns about relationships, life transitions of career, meeting, dating, and committed relationships. It's All About You with Dr. Latz will expand your understanding of current concerns across your relationships by broadening and expanding possible solutions in developing skills for mutually desired outcomes. Dr. Martha's expertise is as a licensed marriage and family therapist, life, transition coach, and all things to do with communication at work, home, and with friends. Check out her website at auniquetherapycenter.com. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and Tune in radio. And welcome back. This is Angel Scapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And we're going to take calls in a while. And the call in number is 866 451 1451. And uh, we've been talking about my mom's story. And um, the, I was tripping over the title of this book and got my act together here. David Kessler wrote a book about visions, trips, and crowded rooms, where he has a series of end of life care 
givers tell about the phenomena that happens when people are preparing to pass to the other side. And it's very articulate, it's very clear, and there is something that is going on when um, terminally ill people begin to prepare to go to the other side. They hear voices, they see people, or they pack, they imagine that they're packing their bags to go on a long trip, or the room gets really, really crowded with people that they used to know who are now on the other side. So the veil gets thin, and wonderful things accept to happen, and I, I feel really um, compelled to share this with you, so that you could educate yourself to be prepared when you have loved ones who are, are ready to go to the other side as as the other side it's like a midwifing thing the spirit the loved ones on the other side are preparing to receive this person who is getting ready to leave it's a it's a very sacred time in life it was a very sacred time for my mother and her in her preparations and the thing that was painful for her is that she didn't want people to think that she was senile even though I knew she was preparing to go to the other side but I'm a medium I'm the only medium in the family Um, she had no place to go and so she hid the journey she did not share it with anybody except for me and a couple other people and until she just closed down and wouldn't share it anymore so as a medium, I feel that this is a really important thing I want to share with you guys is the preparation to move from one side to the other because seriously, we have a beginning, we have a middle, and we have an end. And preparing for our passing isn't morbid or miserable. It's actually quite beautiful. And we help our loved ones prepare is also very, very important, not just for us, but for them as well. And one of the um, off-mediumship sessions one of the most um happens to me the most is people coming to me with their loved ones mom or dad or the elderly have passed and they've had to make decisions to um, no more care or to stop the meds or we're going on hospice and they always wonder are they doing the right thing and um more times than not, I will get this beautiful wave from the spirit, the mom or the dad that's on the other side of incredible compassion. Thank you for helping me leave. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for being there with me as I made my transition over. You were there on one side and I transitioned over and my loved ones, my my dad or my mom or my pets were on the other side. It's a beautiful story of a man who had a, a widow make her heart attack and uh, just passed immediately in the car crashed and it's a very um, heart-wrenching story. But as I brought him through from the other side and he explained what had happened, he said he knew he had passed when he looked up and he saw his dog barking at him that had died when he was a kid. He lost that dog when he was a little kid. He loved that dog. That dog was his whole life. And there was the dog barking at him, waiting for him. Come on, it's time to go. So um, when my, my client heard that story, it fell into place for her. He was not alone when he passed. He had perfect guidance when he passed. And uh, this is, as a medium, what I want to say to you guys, that this transition from one place to another is beautiful. It's like a little miracle. It is a miracle. And be, being able to talk about it um, as a medium from somebody from the other side to those who are grieving, to me, is a miracle as well. And I really um, have deep appreciation and, and, and respect. And I, I really feel honored that I can do this work. So back to my mom's story. Here she was, the singing man. And I kind of figured... 
it's going to be soon. And I think it, it's going to be within six months. But, you know, I can't, nobody can predict. We, we don't know. Um, and then at, at some point, I received a sign from, and I look at nature for signs, and I watch nature, and if something kind of ripples a little differently, I'm like, what are you saying to me? What's going on? So something rippled in front of me, and I got the number three, and the passing was in three, and I said, well, is it three days, three weeks, three months? And I really felt like it was three weeks, and sure enough, within three weeks of the time, there there she was, um, and how she passed was she fell. Um, she was in a wheelchair, and the wheelchair tipped over, and um, she hit her head. So why I'm telling you that is the um, passing was quick. It was painful. And I didn't get to get there. I really wanted to be with my mom. I could not be here because I was in New England and she lived in Michigan. So I drove like a maniac to be with my mom, but I didn't make it. And so when I and I was very sad about this. And um, so when I walked into the house, my sisters had put out all of her jewelry and we're giving the jewelry to different women in the family to wear to her funeral. And I had a freaking panic attack. And I was so upset. And I started to go through the jewelry. And this, this whole urge came over me. And I started to collect all of her favorite jewelry. And I started to hide it. And one of my sisters went out and to, told my other sister, you know, Nancy's hoarding the uh, jewelry. And I just had this feeling of this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And um, I had so many senses of don't do this. Don't do this. It's, you know, and I thought, well, I'm just not ready to see my mom go. I'm just not ready to see her things dispersed. So that's what I, I chalked it up to it. But I took all of her favorite pieces and hid them in the bottom of her underwear drawer. And then I went back to the hotel and I was laying in the hotel bed, and I can't sleep. I absolutely cannot sleep after that crazy drive out. And also my mom had passed and how sad I was. And then I heard her voice in my head. Um, what had happened was the her outfit had been picked out. Being a paraplegic, they picked her favorite um, sweatpants and her favorite shirt. And they had this really adorable setup. And... Uh, I hadn't thought two minutes about it and I was laying there and I hear her voice saying, if you bury me in that outfit, I will haunt you for the rest of your life. Do not let them bury me in sweatpants. It's my last party. I'm good. I want to be dressed up. I want to be beautiful. And I'm laying there staring at the ceiling going, this isn't my show. I cannot tell my sisters to change their mind. They're very strong willed, just like me. So she would not let me sleep. I said, until I promised her. It took two hours before I could convince her. Yes, I will do it, but you have to help me. She woke me up at 7 in the morning. Well, 6.30 in the morning. Get up, take a shower. You got to go talk to your dad before anyone gets there. She was driving. Oh, what a driving force she was. So I got over to the house, woke my dad up out of a sound sleep. I'm sure he hadn't slept in days, and I felt real bad about that. He finally had fallen asleep. He came out and goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? He's in his T-shirt and his sweatpants, and he says, what's wrong? And I said, Dad, I got to talk to you. I said, I'm the oldest. I know Mom better than anybody else except for you. I said, wasn't she the best dressed lady at the party he goes yeah she was I said and you're gonna send her out in her last party in sweatpants and a t-shirt and he said you know you're right and so we switched out the outfit and I just felt my whole body relax I felt like mom was saying yes that's what I want to wear and um, my dad realized that yes that's what she wanted to wear and things changed, and I felt inside of myself much more at peace. That's clairsentient for you, and um, 
and then and then the silence everything was calm until the funeral home came in so we're going to go on a break and when we come back, we'll, I'll tell you more of my mom's story and uh, maybe take some callers. And you can, um, again, access more information about me on my website, angelscapes.net. And I do have a book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey, which is available on Amazon. And I also have a Facebook group. It's Nancy at Angelscapes, but I have a special Facebook group called Soul Power Living, Tools to Create the Life You Want and Love. You're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network, also TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio and Spotify. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it mike zorick a three-time california state champion in greco-roman wrestling at 114 pounds mike blind since birth was born in hartford connecticut he was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the Veterans Folk Style Wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the BBM Global Network. And welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We are taking calls, and we may even have a caller on the line already at 866-451-1451. But before I take the caller, I wanted to just kind of just insert something here about when um how to connect with spirit on your own you know i've I've been talking about having mediumship skills in the years that i have spent and about it was about like seven years that i spent developing these mediumship subtle abilities before i started to actually read um publicly for people i read privately a lot for for other students and friends but here's the thing what do you get what can you do when you've lost a loved one or you want to connect with a loved one or you feel that your grief can only be assuaged by connecting um and i have to say you can do it and how i do it and how i uh feel that it's a really powerful way to do it is to go to a state of calm a state of peace and just breathe right into your heart and that heart is probably pretty heavy with grief it's pretty heavy with sadness or anger or all kinds of feelings that you probably have 
you've never felt before. But if you can breathe, just breathe in through your nose and hold just like the yoga breath and then slowly breathe it out. So bring your breathing deep and bring it slow and then bring it right into your heart. And as you breathe into your heart, just feel the essence of you, your spirit, your special you, that self-love. That's no, you know, that's that's the, the spirit that's going to go to the other side, that's going to survive after the change called death. And don't worry about that. You're not going to die. But I just want you to feel your spirit and imagine as you breathe out that your spirit is surrounding you and that you're in this state of grace and just Feel your self-love. Feel your, and then invite your soul. Invite, invite your loved ones to come by and be with you and help you. And so as you are in this calm state and your imagination has imagined your spirit is all the way around you, imagine the person that you love, that you miss so much. And imagine yourself in happy times and some of the happiest times you've been with them or silly times or poignant times. So bring yourself into the memory of their spirit, their essence of who they are were when they were alive with you Um, what did they like to wear what did they like to eat and as you have these memories then imagine that they're there and you can talk to them and start talking to them do you remember the time that we did this thing that was so much fun remember the time we used to make chocolate chip cookies and we made such a mess in the kitchen and mom would get so mad at us or remember the time that you said this to me and I loved you so much you made me so happy. So these are happy memories that we're remembering. Not the sad ones or not not the painful ones, but remember the times when you had a connection of some sort. And then from that connection, start talking to them. You go back to the memories and then you talk to them in the present moment. Go back into the memories, talk to them in the present moment and breathe back and forth and just breathe and eventually you can start to feel their presence you'll feel like your imagination it'll feel like this isn't real but that's the beginning of opening to communicating with that beautiful person that's on the other side it's that um, is longing to to know they want you to know that they're okay and that they love you and that they're there with you and that's a um my best way of of um and uh, indoctrinating anyone who's not done mediumship but is in deep grief to be able to do that. Just use your breath, use your imagination, and connect with them, and they will be there with you. So having said that, there is Eve is on the line. Eve, can, um, can, do you have any questions, Eve? Yes. Hi. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for this beautiful call. Um, yeah, I just wanted to ask how I can reconnect because I used to find it easy like if we're on a call like this then I would be able to uh, start speaking to them and uh, you know just have them come in or give me messages but now there seems to be this lull or this um, I don't know this hesitation on their part to come in so I would like to know how to uh, continue to do it again I think um so Eve, as I listen to your voice, and I'm just kind of asking, what can, what's the best thing I can talk to Eve about? I feel like I want to go back into that breathing part, and I want to go back mm-hmm. into that connection with your spirit and to know that that's the most important part about life. And then um, as you feel your, your spirit growing within you, as you feel it expand, I want you to um, be aware of the different, um, I don't know, if you, the energy centers that you said you did do some work before so go go back into your uh, clear 
Voyant your your third eye and just imagine what if I was going to be connecting to somebody, what it would it look like? And then go back into your audience. If I was going to connect to somebody, what would it hear like? So you see what I'm saying? What would it, what would it feel like in my clairsentient in my body? And how um, would it sound, feel? What would I know? Um, what, what could I taste? And sometimes I like for people to start by reconnecting to those that ones that they love that have passed, so they could kind of do a, a warm up and feel the presence of of you know maybe mom or dad or or even a pet. And then I would ask them at that point to start to connect into their guides. Just invite in angels and those guides of the spirit side that that have helped you before. So so it's like a reconnection. You're having a family reunion. And so let yourself feel that in your private time and let it grow. And then as you let it grow, opening the door again, let it come in, you will, you will start to get guidance of what the next step is for you to do. Hopefully this makes sense to you, Eve, and you can take yes, this home and does. use it. Wonderful. Well, yes, thanks for does. calling in. Thank you so, Thank so you. much. Oh, you're so Thank welcome. You. Yeah, we're going to go on a break now, and when we come back, we will be taking calls. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you more about the afterlife and my stories on mediumship. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe to Chandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. If you're a person caring for someone living with dementia, then this program is for you. It's designed for families and friends coping with the challenges of caregiving. The foundation of care, Susan Kohler believes, is communication. Innovative Dementia Care with Susan Kohler provides strategies to keep the lines of communication open between you and your loved one, increase quality interactions, decrease the burden of daily care for you, the caregiver. Join Susan, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network. Susan and her guests will share techniques so you can facilitate your loved one's ability to safely follow your instructions, participate in daily activities, and express daily wants and desires. To learn positive solutions, creative ideas, and practical strategies that will build a healthy foundation of care. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And uh, I'm going to go back to some more mediumship talk. I'm still using the story of my mom because a lot of things happened. So, so the story is hopefully helping you to understand um, some concepts on mediumship connection. And I've been talking to you about me as being a practicing medium, but I'm also wanting to talk to you about you being receptive to be um, available to 
your loved ones who are on the other side. So here we go. Um, my mom is now in has her new outfit and everything's calm and peaceful. I can't hear her, and the funeral um, is is uh, with a funeral home. So we're having a big talk, a big gathering at the funeral home, and everyone, my sisters and brothers, decided we are not going to talk. We're not going to do any presentations. We're just going to have the viewing, and everyone goes home. So my uncle gets up and starts talking and gives his blessing. He's a priest. He gives his blessing and everything. And then everyone sat there. No one would move. And I got this, like, smack upside the head. I'm the oldest. And I said, you got to get up and talk to people. And I got up in front. Now, I'm I'm used to being in front of people. I'm used to being in front of churches and stuff. And I just started talking about my mom and how I felt about her and how we had grieved her multiple times because as she slowly left us through all of her TIAs and all of her um, different um, loss of her mind, loss of her body, loss of her emotions. She just was a whole different person. And then all of a sudden, um, I just felt like she was talking through me and she started to talk to the grandchildren. She started to say, and I taught, said, I didn't say mom was talking through me. I just let her speak through me as if it was me speaking. And she just was telling each one of the grandchildren how much she loved them and how special and how important they were to her. And it was such a beautiful feeling to feel my mom flow through me like that. Um, couldn't really, again, only medium in the room, only one that understands what mediumship is about. So I can't really explain in a time of grief like this, but just allowing her beautiful love to flow through me, I saw comfort in my family's face. And then they began to get up and share stories too. And just kept bringing her memory into this loving, loving space. And, um, and then, you know, the funeral happened and then we drove home and I'm going back home and feeling so, so sad. It's silent totally silent after my mom talked me up all that time she's now nothing and the feeling that I had of devastation and loneliness I can't even describe to you um and it was this grief like everybody we've all experienced grief we all know grief so as I drove home and I kind of gave up the whole idea that maybe I won't hear from her again because it's too soon or whatever the rules are I began to um just kind of put things away, just kind of like settle into grieving my mom and not knowing she's not there. And I, I was decided to go on vacation with, at the time, my husband, and uh, we were going to take a, a road trip to Nova Scotia, and it's packing. And we had the worst thunderstorms ever going through the neighborhood, the town. And um, I went out to one side of the house, it was raining, and one side of the house was totally sunny, and I said, ooh, there's a rainbow somewhere. So I kind of snuck around the house, and from my mailbox, there was this rainbow that came straight from my mailbox all the way back to heaven. Or maybe it came from heaven all the way to my mailbox, and I said, oh my God, messages from heaven. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. Took a picture of it. I gotta find that picture, I don't know where it is. But I said... I took the picture and sent it to my sisters and I said, okay, this is the deal. Mom just figured out how to make rainbows. And from that day until for two weeks straight, I saw at least 10 rainbows a day. It was amazing. So even on the road trip, uh, every day it was at least five or six rainbows. And, um, now this is this is synchronicity now and I've developed a relationship a visual relationship with my mom that when a rainbow comes I know it's my mom now I know you're all saying really Nancy rainbows are everywhere but I have to say um just just before COVID really 
broke out, I was kind of flipping through the channels. I didn't want to watch TV, but it was on and I was bored. And I came to, believe it or not, this station, and it was Kermit the Frog singing with Willie Nelson, The Rainbow Connection. And it was a, I couldn't believe it. I was just sitting there listening to it. And as we were going into this whole big COVID thing, I felt like my mom is here helping me. And that was my connection. That was my, my rainbow connection and my sign, my synchronistic sign that says, I'm here with you. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And, um, allowing that connection to happen. If we all can do that, we can all, Look for the signs and the symbols that repeat themselves over and over again and connect themselves to something that we love or someone that we love. And just gotta, it's subtle energy. Just slow down and pay attention and see what's going on around you and see if, if it's to me when, I, when a something synchronistic comes my way, it has a different wave of energy. It's just, it's just a little bit out of sorts with what the regular flow of the day has been. And it's this one piece that doesn't quite fit in with the rest of the pieces. And that's where spirit sneaks in. That's where the synchronicities, the signs just kind of sneak right in. But you got to kind of be quiet and watch and notice and be that witness, be that observer to see, um, to see it, to feel it, to know it. And I, and sometimes, you know, we get so busy in our heads that sometimes you just have to quiet yourself and just say, this is not going to make any sense, but I'm just going to listen to the rhythm of the day and see what's there for me. Being quiet, spending time being quiet with yourself and being quiet with your feelings and then allowing those feelings, you know, to be in the presence of angels or a loved one opens the door to your awareness and your um, ability to see those waves of things that don't quite fit into the, what normally should happen. That's just a little bit out to the side. And that's where the message is. That's where the connection is. Um, I have um, so many things to tell you. A lot of times people want to go to see um, mediums. And they want to know, what is this mediumship, and how am I going to get a good reading, and how do I know if this is the right thing? And a lot of people have that secret word, you know, when I die, I'm going to you can see a medium, and they, ha- they have to say this special secret word. And that never works with mediums. Uh, but that special secret word can show up in a, um, you know, in a TV commercial or just um, on a sign or somewhere else. So that special word can be your secret communication between each other. Maybe it's not going to necessarily come through a mediumship reading. It won't, trust me, but it will show up in other places. I did talk to you a little bit about mediumship and psychic readings and how they're very different. Like when I could psychically feel my kids when they were little, but I had that mediumship connection. Mediumship is about another intelligence speaking to you. It's another thought. It's an, it's, it's not, you picking up on the vibrations of something else like oh you know it's going to rain today or this or that mediumship is a person who's talking to you and um lots of times my clients ask for a mediumship reading and they forget that i'm going to bring in a loved one from spirit they think i'm going to tell them their future well no no i'm i'm listening to spirit i'm not listening to you psychically and that loved one from spirit is going to express his or her own unique point of view and the medium will communicate to the client as best as they can, um, but it's 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 going to be in their own way, not in the client's expectations way. And then, of course, they're going through a medium, which has his or her own point of view. So um, just a lot of patience that needs to happen 
in a mediumship reading as you're working with a medium and through spirit communication. We can't put words into the spirit's mouth. That's how I know I'm with spirit because the other person says, yeah, I know it's Uncle Fred, but I, I was hoping he'd say something else. And then I know I got Uncle Fred because he's not telling you what you want to hear. He's telling you what he wants to tell you. And um, so we're going to go on a break now. Um, if you're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network and also TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, you can listen to the recordings of this program or earlier programs on Soul Power Living on boldbravemedia.com slash shows slash angelscapes and you can also find the archived shows as podcasts on iheartradio.com be back in a minute MJ Domit is the owner of Expect to be Empowered, a company whose specialty is empowering people to live their best life by following their heart and accepting themselves unconditionally. After studying and making personal changes, MJ now focuses on giving others tools for self-empowerment. She provides individual and group workshops for people who are physically, emotionally, and spiritually blocked. Inspired by her work at Expect to be Empowered, MJ authored the book Waves of Blue Light, Heal the Heart and Free the Soul with a company empowerment cards she is a spirit book of the year gold medal living now book award winner and her book is a number one amazon bestseller in spirituality and was a 2012 gold medal winner recognized as the living now spirit book of the year an inspirational speaker mj will show you how you can repurpose every area of your life your life did not just happen to you you chose it which means you can change it visit www.expecttobeempowered.com or call 866-264-8024 and welcome back, and this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We're winding down this episode of, of Meniumship and my mom's journey to the other side. And um, so I wanted to just kind of give you some last wrap-up things of um, learning to hear synchronicities in your life and learning to connect with um, with those loved ones on the other side who are in spirit form. And I have to say, um, in spirit form, it's a different kind of vibration. It's a different kind of um, frequency, I guess. If you're trying to tune into a radio or you're trying to tune in um, to a frequency, God, what are television, all the old channels or, or the old radios, and you have to just get it just right. So, so that you could hear it, and this is what hearing spirit is: is uh, is is tuning into yourself just right, so that you can begin to hear that other side. It's totally possible to do that, and um, your loved ones are okay on the other side. They're they're thriving. They're doing well, and the ones who are usually having the most problems are us here. So. Um, they give us a lot of love, a lot of encouragement from those beautiful um, other frequency, other frequency places. So meditation, calmness, um, finding a, a place in your life that is open and calm will help you to get to that frequency so that you could feel those loved ones. And so the last words, what I'd like to share, we just uh, have a few, just two minutes left, I think, maybe less, is um, I wanted to talk to you about your own connection to your soul. And this pathway that I want to tell you about is very similar to the pathway they would use to connect to your loved ones. It starts by relaxing and feeling your emotions without judgment and feeling and acknowledging how you really feel. 
leads to feeling safe within yourself. And that's when you can really deeply calm down because that leads to creative thinking and living. And that leads to a state of being, which again leads you to a connection um, to a, in a flow of wisdom in your higher mind, your higher consciousness, and then the spirit can start to come through. Your angels can start to come through. You start to be aware of synchronicity. So you ta- take action steps each day to bring yourself back to liking your life and appreciating yourself by feeling your feelings and listening to your own inner happiness. And um, so anyway, this show is recorded, and you can find the archives on boldbravemedia.com or on iheartradio.com under Angelscapes or under Tuesday Night Channel 100 or find Angelscapes in the podcast list on iHeartRadio. So I go to iHeartRadio and I look for Angelscapes or boldbravemedia.com and, and look at for my little face and all the archived um, shows are there. So there's more ways you could connect to me. Read more about Angelscapes on angelscapes.net. You could reach out to me on Facebook at uh, Nancy of Angelscapes or Angelscapes. Or you can email nancy at angelscapes.net for a free 15-minute consult. Just say you heard me on the Angelscapes show. So for now, I want to bid you discover your soul, find your power, and live a joyful and fulfilled life. And don't forget about your loved ones on the other side because they love you very very much till next time good night this has been angelscapes with host nancy smith tune in each week as nancy discusses ideas tips and lessons to help you open to receive divine love joy and soul power in your life you can discover the powerful being you really are right here on nancy smith's angelscapes been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.